0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Victory Youth Podcast. We're so honored that you've chosen to listen with us today. This is Brother Anthony and Sister Rainey, and we're coming to you with a topic today on thankfulness. We're entering into this time of November where we're starting to get our minds wrapped around Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And what an awesome holiday. I don't know about you, but I like Thanksgiving, mostly for the food. However, there are very significant spiritual implications and spiritual principles around Thanksgiving that we want to be reminded of today. But uh, the first part of our conversation, which we hope many of you can relate to, is what do you put on your Thanksgiving table? Now, many will disagree, one of my least favorites, although I will eat it, one of my least favorite favorites is the turkey. It's not my favorite thing on the table, although it's on everybody's table. I'm more of the person that eats like the casseroles and like the vegetable dishes and like 600 rolls with butter and you know and like the cranberry sauce and all those kinds of things. Those are my favorites. And some of our favorite some of my favorite desserts come out at this time where we have like the apple pies the apple squares and things like that so those are some of my favorites Rainy, i don't know if you have some favorites what do you guys typically do around thanksgiving
1: well first i would just like to say that thanksgiving is my favorite holiday and with much controversy i believe that thanksgiving is very important Plus its own day and that it is a Thanksgiving and then Christmas holiday season. I am not a Christmas, Thanksgiving, Christmas. I, Thanksgiving is its day, it deserves it deserves its day. Um, and yes, because of the food. My family is very odd and we have Thanksgiving lunch, so my grandma is up around like four or five a.m. starting the turkey, making sure that we have it like right before noon or even earlier than that. She de- never sleeps. I don't know. My favorite thing that is on our plate is collard greens. Um, if you know, you know. And if you don't like it, then I'm judging you. But um, it is definitely my favorite part of the Thanksgiving meal. And something that kind of only happens on Thanksgiving in my house. So I am always excited to wake up and smell the collard greens and the gravy and the turkey and all the other fixings. But yeah, a very big Thanksgiving fan over here.
0: Yeah, I'm not super into the collard greens kind of thing, but um, I love Thanksgiving. I'm a big family person. I love getting together with family. We're also a family that, you know, we've alternated going to my dad's side and my mom's side every year for dinner and dessert. We typically eat around somewhere between 1 and 2 in the afternoon. Um, What time do you guys normally eat?
1: my grandma really isn't sleeping the night before, and she usually isn't because she's one of those people who's like, I know I need to get this done. So she'll be up before the sun even comes up. And so (laughs) if she's doing really good this year, she'll wake up like 3.30. So we'll probably have our Thanksgiving lunch around 11.30, 12.00 maybe. Okay. And then we go back. See, but we go back for seconds. So it's very an all-day event. And yeah, I just love the Thanksgiving day.
0: Pulling this kind of together more towards our topic, I think one of my favorite parts about Thanksgiving is getting together with family, being thankful for that time that I get to spend with them, that perhaps I wouldn't get to see certain family members for extended periods of time, but, you know, really taking that time, and we all, we do it on both sides of the family, no matter which house we're in, we always say grace before the meal. We always give thanks for the meal and for the time. We thank God for those that are there. We thank God for the blessings in our lives and everything else that's transpired over the years. So that really does set the tone for us. You know, we always make sure that whether family members or friends that are perhaps not in church and whatnot we always do designate time to be thankful for the things that we have and for the food that we're about to eat so that's a very special thing for me and i'm sure it is the same for you
1: yeah i would um just say that thanksgiving kind of brings this you know they always talk about the christmas spirit and christmas joy but i think that thanksgiving also brings this reminder to everyone not just those who you know live by biblical principles that tell us to be thankful but you know there's this idea of give thanks, be grateful, and um, it kind of cycles around in your job. You'll see more like things, be grateful for this season, or be grateful for those in your life, and um, it kind of just resets your mind of, whoa, like, stop. It's the end of the year. Things have probably whipped past us so quickly. Let's just pause and take a moment and be thankful, and it's really awesome because. The Word has that same thought process, but not just for a season, not just for a month, not just for a day. But the Word of God tells us to be thankful at all times. That's right. Um, and, I mean, if you even just put the word thankful into your search of your Bible app, because I'm sure you all have your Bible app on your phone, there's countless different scriptures that come up. Oh, give thanks for all, all things. And... And with Thanksgiving and all of these different, um, the list goes on. But um, today we're just going to touch on the Word of God and what it means to be thankful and how we can incorporate into that into our everyday lives and how God asks of us to incorporate it into our everyday lives. Brother Anthony, could you just go a little deeper on that for me?
0: Yeah. The scripture says in First Thessalonians 5 and verse 18, in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you so right there is just a blanket statement in everything give thanks it is the will of God for us to give thanks for everything that we have concerning us everything a part of our lives our families most of the time you know we we ought to be thankful for the material things that we have and although material things aren't important in terms of getting us to the kingdom of God, we do appreciate and we need material things to function and to live our lives on a daily basis. God wants us to live a blessed life and um, he does not want us to be without. Um, but He, more importantly, he doesn't want us to be without him. And it's important that we are thankful for everything. It's the will of God.
1: Um, there's a scripture that says every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above. So if we have... Um, this idea of being thankful, we are recognizing that every good and every perfect gift comes from the Lord. So when when we're thankful, we're honoring God in that. God, you know, this is a good thing that's happening in my life. I'm so thankful. I know that this has come from you. I couldn't have done this myself. Sometimes we get caught up in, oh, well, I worked so hard that I earned this or that I did this. No, God gave you that job that you were able to earn enough money to get the things that you have so this idea of being thankful for the good things in your life the perfect things that are in your life ultimately ultimately means that you are honoring god in this thanksgiving that you have for the things that you have so sometimes it may seem shallow you know oh i have thank you god for my car you need a car to get around i'm thankful that god gave me the opportunity and I'm thankful that God gave me the opportunity to be able to have a vehicle to drive. It may seem shallow because it's something that one day might, it will rust up and might be in a junkyard somewhere. But right now I'm thankful for it because it's getting me from point A to point B. This whole thought process of thank, thanksgiving and being thankful is God honoring. And there's so many other scriptures that talk about um, being thankful. And I just want to touch on how being thankful is so powerful that it it opens doors for us in our prayer, in our life. If we're just thankful, God is honoring our thankfulness. There's the scr- the scripture in Philippians, which I'm sure that everyone can quote here. And if you can't, you need to commit it to your memory because it's something that I know I look back on daily, monthly, um, and I know that God is with me and that he's helping me. But it's a great reminder of how to be thankful so philippians 4 and 6 says be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god so this first part is so powerful because it's saying listen you don't need to worry don't worry but in everything you need to pray you need to talk to god and bring this need that you have forth but before you even do that you need to give thanksgiving unto him and that's the command that God has. He wants us to give thanks before anything is even done. You might be worrying about something. You might have a great need, but ultimately you still need to be thankful and need to give that thanksgiving to God. So Lord, thank you for the life that I have. This might be a problem right now, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know that I'm thankful for who you are and what you're doing, and then I'm gonna let my request be made known to you. And then here's the powerful b- part: we give that thanksgiving we give it up to God, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And so you're thankful for what God is doing in your life, even if this big situation is making you anxious or making you worried, but thanksgiving unlocks something. It unlocks that peace of God because you're like, I know I've seen you do it before, even if not for me, but for someone else. And I'm thankful that you are a God who does either provide or heal or whatever you may need from him in that moment. And I'm, and when you do that, he covers you with that peace. And it's just this awesome thing of when we do what God commands of us, he gives us so much more than what we may even think. When we just do the command of being thankful, God unlocks something so special for us like the peace of God that is spoken about in Philippians 4.
0: That's very true. And I want to just tag in and say that some of the greatest miracles in life can come out and will come out of thankfulness, having a heart of of being thankful, having a, a spirit and an attitude of thanksgiving. For example, think about when Jesus was with his disciples and he's got the great multitude of people following him and the scripture says and Jesus called his disciples unto him and said I have compassion on the multitude because they continue with me now three days they have nothing to eat and I will not send them away fasting lest they faint in the way and we know the story of the loaves and fishes where Jesus feeds the 4,000 and the scripture says in verse thirty-six of Matthew chapter fifteen, and he took the seven loaves and the fishes and gave thanks. Then he broke then he broke them and gave to the disciples, and the disciples gave to the multitude. So the very first thing that happened here was, well, let me backtrack. Think about where the loaves and fishes came from. It came from that person that was willing to surrender everything that they had. They were thankful for what God had given them, but in surrender, he gave it all. And Jesus was able to take that, was able to take that surrender and that that thankfulness for everything that, they, that this boy had had. Jesus was able to take that. He gave thanks for everything that he had received. Then he broke it and he multiplied it. So some of the greatest miracles come out of Thanksgiving. Jesus gave thanks for what was offered to him. He gave thanks for what kind of opportunity that was before him and with that he was able to perform a miracle and so as a reminder if you need a miracle in your life take a reflection on what's happening around you are you able to give thanks for what you do have versus what you don't have are you able to give thanks for the situation that you are in and everything around that could it be worse God forbid we don't we don't speak any bad situations over anybody, but it's important for us in every situation, every just moment of life to just think: Am I able? Can I be thankful right now? And the answer is always going to be yes. There's always something that you could be thankful for. Thinking about this with a, a biblical story that was just a few chapters, a few pages past this in Matthew twenty six, this is where. Jesus is teaching and talking to the disciples about communion. And we know communion as the bread and the wine. And, um, you know, in our day, we don't necessarily have the wine. We have the juice. But still, what is the importance of this? Why here at our in our local assembly, we do communion once or twice a year. Why is it important that we do that? Well, first, let's look at the example that Jesus gave because we don't see communion from anything else other than the first time Jesus introduced it. And it says in Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 says, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and he gave thanks. And he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many For the remission of sins. The blood is for the remission of sins. But what did he do? He gave thanks. So, Jesus is trying to institute and try to put this idea, but not so much an idea, but really an attitude and a a mindset of you must be thankful. It's the will of God, like I read earlier. We ought to be thankful. There's so much to be thankful for in this life. Like I just said, Jesus institutes in these scriptures the importance of being thankful. And I was reading recently and thinking more about this study upon thankfulness, and the word gratitude is derived from the Latin word gratia, which means grace, graciousness, or gratefulness, depending on the context. In some ways, gratitude encompasses all of these meanings. All of these meanings. Gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives whether tangible or intangible. And that's a big thing right there. We got to be thankful for the things that are always tangible, for the things that are intangible. We ought to be thankful for someone giving us a smile when, someday, for someone showing us care, someone showing us love, and someone showing us grace. When someone has that gratitude or that grace and shows it to us, we ought to be thankful for that because it feels good. You know, we receive gifts. Gifts feel good, and you know, we like to receive them, but we ought to feel thankful for that. With gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives. In the process, people usually recognize that the source of that goodness lies at least particularly outside themselves. This is big. Gratitude and thankfulness gets us outside of ourselves. The worst things that could happen to us is when we start becoming a self-centered people. When we start becoming self-centered individuals, when we start putting ourselves before others, this is not the will of God. As a result, being grateful also helps people connect to something larger than themselves as individuals, whether to other people, nature, or a higher power. And that or higher power comes directly from a research study. So this isn't necessarily uh, written by us. This is recognized by Other scientists and researchers saying that we start to recognize something larger than ourselves. In positive psychology research, gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. Gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. I don't know about you, but that... Last statement sounds like everything that our generation is crying out for. Good relationships, c- combating adversity, good health. We all want to have good health, but we got a lot of adversity in our society. We got a lot of things trying to divide us, and we're trying to work towards being united and united people, especially united in the faith. The avenue towards that is thankfulness, when we ought to be thankful. get our Getting ourselves out of just our self-centeredness and start putting thanks on others and thanks on God. That's when we can really accomplish the things that we're really out to do.
1: Thank you, Anthony, for that study because I think as young people, sometimes, obviously, we're coming from like having our parents do a lot for us. Some are more blessed than others, so there's some that do it on their own, but You know, we come from like having our parents do everything for us and like maybe we throw them a thanks mom and dad every so often, but you know, and then you hear your parents say, oh, like you guys are just such an ungrateful generation. You hear those words spoken so often. So if we just grasp that process, that thought process of being thankful, it'll really just It'll change how people see even us as a generation. I know that sometimes when I like walk through a store and I'm like, oh, thank you so much that people, you know, it lights, it lights them up to see a young person be thankful or, you know, or just show manners or be kind, how that changes the perspective for other people. You know, these greater relationships, sometimes, you know, being a good friend is a, is a thankless job, you know? and you don't want to think of your friendship as a job but you know sometimes you're you're helping this person you're speaking life into them and and they're just still like oh i have no one uh like there's n- there's nothing good going on in my life and you're just like i'm i'm right here i'm being your friend i'm helping you i'm loving you how much greater would your relationship with your friend your family member be if they were just like thank you so much for caring for me Thank you so much for praying for me. Thank you so much for all that you do. How much more would your mom be happy to do something for you if you're just like, Mom, I appreciate you so much. So how much more must God feel when you go to him who literally puts breath into your lungs and you go, God, I'm just so thankful for who you are. I'm just so thankful for what you do. And um, that brings me to the scripture in Psalms. In closing, and it says it's Psalms one hundred three, it says Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name, bless the Lord O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. And if, when you just think of the scripture obviously it doesn't blatantly say thankful, but it says forget not thy benef- all his benefits don't go to God and just be like, nothing's going right, God. It's like, he did something good for you. That's what thankfulness is about. Remembering all the things that God has done. And you know, speaking that to him, God, you woke me up this morning. God, you got me to work safely. God, you got me to school safely. God, my teacher wasn't mad at me today. These are like real life situations that happen every single day. And if we just showed a little bit of thanks as we learned about, Today, and in this podcast, it unlocks something so special. When we're reminded of these things that God has done in our lives, when we, when we are thankful in all things, it not just helps our personal relationship, but it grows our relationship with God. He sees that, you know, we acknowledge the great things that He does for us. We acknowledge the small things that seemingly small things, all things that from God are great, but seemingly small things He does for us, and. When you turn it around and you give him that thanks, he turns around and he gives you something so powerful. He gives you that peace that you need. It says, he forgiveth your iniquity. He forgives our sins. He heals us from disease. He takes a broken life and he restores it and makes it new. He gives us loving kindness that we don't deserve. He gives us tender mercies that I know no one on this earth wants to give us. But when we forget not the benefits of him and we give him thanks, we unlock something powerful with our relationship with God. So as we close out today, I hope that our hearts and minds are settled on this idea of thankfulness for this season, but not only for this season, but in our everyday life, in our personal life, in our prayer life, that we continue to give God thanks and we unlock that potential that we have in prayer when we give God thanks. So I'm just going to pray a prayer of thanks right now. N- nothing special, nothing deep, but just what God desires from us. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to just speak on this podcast today. I thank you, Lord, that you gave us breath in our lungs. I thank you, Lord, that you love us, that you have all of your promises in your word for us, and they are true in this day and age. I thank you, Lord, for the young people, for whomever is listening. I thank you for their hearts that are open and receptive for the word that's being spoken today. I thank you, Lord, that you are so good. I thank you for all that you do for us. I thank you, Lord, for the kindness, for the grace, for the mercy. I thank you for who you are, Lord. And I pray that you open up our hearts and our minds to just see more and more all that you do in our lives and more and more of the things that you are willing to do for us if we just open up our heart to be more thankful for what you do. We love you. We honor you. And we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Thanks everybody for joining in with us today. We hope you have a great Thanksgiving holiday and enjoy it with your family, with your friends, those whom you may gather with. And we can't wait to have you join us back on our next podcast. We'll see you later.